Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Ezekiel 36, verses 22 through 28. Let's just jump right in. Therefore say to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, It is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations and which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. Let's stop right there for a second. So this is Ezekiel talking to the people of Judah who've been exiled to Babylon. And he's saying, the thing I'm about to do, I'm about to do for the sake of my great name. You could read this text and you think, man, God is sure full of himself. He's got a humongous ego. And this sounds really, really arrogant. Well, we've mentioned before on the podcast that it is very, very, very good that God is totally satisfied within himself. It's very good that there is nothing outside of God that even comes close to competing for God's own glory, attention, affection. We can't relate to that because there's always something bigger than us. There's always something more impressive than us. There's always something better than us. If it's not another human being, it's God himself. But God cannot relate to that because God is self-sufficient. He is the all in all. And so when we hear this language about him being so determined to vindicate his holy name, or he's going to do these things he's going to do, not for their sake, not for the sake of the house of Israel, but for the sake of his name, we mustn't interpret that the same way we would interpret it if another person was talking. A person can't talk like that and not be seen as arrogant and full of themselves, but God, God must talk like that because he needs to be full of himself. He is all sufficient. And sometimes that's hard for Christians or people who are studying the Bible to get their heads around, but that's very, very important. Verse 24, I will take from you, you from the nations, and I'll gather you from the countries and bring you into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness. From the idols, I will cleanse you. And I will give you a new heart and a new spirit. I will put it within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. You shall dwell in the land that I gave to your fathers. You shall be my people and I will be your God. So what he's about to do that he talked about doing for the sake of the holiness of his great name in those first verses is that he's going to draw the people back out of the countries from which they've been scattered. Eventually, this exile is going to end, and he's going to pull a remnant of his people back to Jerusalem. They're going to set up the temple. They're going to rebuild the wall, reestablish their religious practices that are in a, in a way that's pleasing to the Lord. We've talked about this before. He's doing this for the sake of his name, but how's he going to do it? Well, it says here he's going to sprinkle clean water on them, and they'll be clean from their uncleanness. And from all your idols, I will cleanse you. So there's a there's a external renovation that needs to take place 
And the people need to be brought back out of the countries to which they were exiled, the remnant of people. Obviously, not all of them. Some are going to die. Some aren't coming back. But the ones that are coming back, the remnant, they need to be brought out. And then they need to be cleansed. They need to be cleansed from their uncleanness. This goes back to Jewish tradition and, and Jewish ceremony. And so this is kind of an external cleaning. And then you go to verse 26. and says, and we've talked about this in chapter 11 of Ezekiel, back in episode 328, same language. He's going to give them a heart of flesh. He's going to remove the heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. This refers to the new covenant. When Christ comes, when Christ makes available uh, a new heart and says in verse 27, I'm going to put my spirit within you. I'm going to cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to obey my rules. Now, as we've said with these prophecies, there are multiple fulfillments there's going to be a fulfillment that's a little more immediate when he does literally bring the people out of exile into the land of, back to the land of Jerusalem, back to the land of Israel, and he's going to cleanse them, and he is going to give them a new heart in the sense that the remnant that repents and turns back to the Lord is going to to a degree, have a new heart. They're going to be more obedient. They're going to have softer hearts toward the Lord. They're not going to be so rebellious and obstinate toward the Lord with hearts of stone. But but this is also referring to a greater fulfillment when Christ comes and ushers in the new covenant. The new covenant is where we'll put our faith and trust in Christ who made the sacrifice. We'll receive the righteousness from Christ that he lived perfectly rather than trying to do it on our own by following a bunch of rules. And this is available to anybody through faith. Now, there is an incredible insight into a theological concept that we call sanctification in this passage. Sanctification is the process by which somebody who is a follower of Christ over time becomes more and more like Jesus Christ. So one of the things that happens when we put our faith and trust in Christ is the Spirit dwells in us, the Holy Spirit of God, third person of the Trinity. And that Spirit works in us so that we'll become more like Christ. This is something that automatically happens to every Christian who truly trusts Christ. Over time, they become more like Christ, never perfectly in this life. That happens in heaven when we're glorified in heaven and made perfect. But in this life, the process of becoming more like Christ is called sanctification. And verse 27 says, he will put his spirit in us, which happens through faith in Christ, as I said, and will cause you to walk in my statutes and to be careful to obey my rules. This is really incredible, friends. We need to understand that if we are true believers in Christ, we have the Spirit in us, and the Spirit is causing us to walk in the statutes of God, causing us to obey His rules. We're no longer slaves to sin, but we are slaves to the Spirit, and the Spirit, by His power, overcoming our flesh, is causing us to be more like Christ every day. We're not even able to do that. Now, we need to be aware of it. We need to to the degree that our will is able to, to determine to be more like Christ, that's very, very good. But at the end of the day, we aren't even able to do that on our own. It is the Spirit of God causing us to be more like Christ. This gift of sanctification is incredible, and God is at work in us each day to make that happen. Lord, would you continue to make us more like you so that we can be more effective vessels in your hands so that the world will know that you are the Lord and your name 
is great. Amen. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.